The USFL Gambling Podcast Week Two Preview and Picks episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. Bet ten dollars at WinBet and get two hundred dollars in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com/sgp. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 40 grand with one entry. Head over to stableduel.com to get started today. And last but not least, you're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing today and let it ride. Hey, this is Eric Metcalf. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Football is a unique American experience. A game described by one turn of the century critic as crude and barbaric with little chance of survival. But survive, it did. SFL gambling podcast week two preview and picks episode. My name is Colby swinging database, Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. We got football Friday. We got football Saturday. We got football Sunday. I know this guy's excited for that type of lineup. Give it up for the DFS God himself. The rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, former, former Hernan Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, man? I mean, is it just great? Let me just cue in this, all right? There are those who say that the fun has gone out of football, that it's become too predictable. For them, let me present 30 seconds of football, USFL style. The USFL, where football is still a game. Yes, it's there still a game. Look, I love these little ads. Look, I'm doing deep, deep detective work on the old USFL. Uh, and we got games, what, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Yes. I mean, it's perfect. It is perfect. They, they really did a great job. On stretching these out now, I didn't get a chance to talk to you 
because uh, we were, re- you know, I had just won DraftKings first place for my <laughs> USFL <laughs> Week One entry. Ka-ching. First place. That's not in. A, that's not in one of our little contests with SGPN fans. That is overall. So talk to your boy Pick Dundee uh, as our D- uh, and make sure you check out the DFS show. But uh, I didn't get a chance to talk to you Monday night because I wanted to record while I was happy and just winning all that money. <laughs> right. Um, what'd you make of uh, Week One USFL action? Good man, I was impressed. I thought it was you know a very solid spring football league, especially given the fact that they didn't have a whole lot of time to come together, you know, to prepare, to practice to get on the same page as your teammates, you know? So I thought the, the, the quality of football was at a pretty high level. The entertainment aspect was definitely there. I, it's a lot to look forward to. I think that, you know, the season's just going to pick up steam as we, you know, progress through it. So I think it should be another good weekend of football. And I'm uh, like I said earlier, I'm, I'm pumped that we got, you know, three days of it. Yeah. I mean, and I'm curious. So like, I gave away my power rankings. My power rankings, just just to, to uh, refresh the audience and perhaps yourself, uh, I had at number one because there's only eight teams in this league. I thought the team that looked the best to me were the New Orleans Breakers, right? Breakers yeah. defense. Oh, they have six sacks. They had m- multiple turnovers, and then you have Slaughter Sundays, which are going to happen again this Sunday because that guy looks like, in my opinion, he looks like the best quarterback in the league. I know some other quarterbacks played well. But man, Sloter looked really good. Yeah. Um, then you have uh, uh, number two for me, and this is the hard one here. I had to battle out between the Houston Gamblers or Tampa Bay Bandits. I went Tampa Bay Bandits, but I also think that could have been because the Maulers are so bad. Yeah, I think this. I mean, you know, this week coming up here, we got Breakers Bandits. You know, we're gonna find out who's real, who's pretend. Uh, so far I'm lockstep with you though. I do have breakers one bandits two. Yeah. You know, we don't know about the bandits defense. Sure. They limited Pittsburgh to three points, but that offense just looked atrocious. Uh, Kirby Wilson, I think is probably going to be an awful head coach. You know, all signs are pointing in that direction. So yeah, you know, even when you, they won by two touchdowns, it wasn't all that impressive. They should have had more than 17 points on the board. They squandered a couple, you know, scoring opportunities. Uh, so I would say overall, I mean, that game is, if I had to give that game a grade, I'd get like a B, you know, so we'll see this week, but so far I'm with you, new Orleans, one Tampa Bay, two, I went Houston, Houston three. three. Well, I, I had to put the undefeated teams in the top four. I might, put, I, I might put Birmingham at three though. See, but I think Birmingham stole that game. I think Birmingham first off blessing in the skies. Like I called out on the SGP week one preview. I said, Man, watch out for Jamar Smith. If he gets some reps, he's been in Skip Holtz's offense for for like five years, and sure enough, it wasn't because uh, Skip Holtz was just going to play him. It was because of injury. Alex yeah. Mayu got got injured, right? Um, but I also thought the Generals missed a lot of field goals. They they didn't go for a fourth down and two, which was surprising the way they were running the football. Yeah, um, but look, the Stallions put up twenty eight points. That was with Jamar Smith basically playing a half. That's you that's know, true. So I'm gonna put Birmingham three, Houston four. I put Houston because I tell you this, Houston's defense looked legit. All right? But once again, is it a a bad Jeff Fisher, you know, Michigan Panthers offense that had something to do with it? Perhaps, perhaps. But I actually think they're actually decent. 
I think that I think that you know, yes, Jay Patterson had a JP Lossman moment when he uh, slipped and got up and then got blasted and fumbled the ball and, and it went back <laughs> for seven. But I still think uh, so. At four, I'm going to put Birmingham. At five, I think the Philadelphia Stars are the best team that lost. Them are the generals to me. Yeah, right? exactly. Yep. And and the Michigan Panthers after that, and then at eight. But I think the Panthers are actually still in that mix of good. I think there's only one team that looks clearly bad to me. Well, uh, the, I, I would say the Panthers and Maulers. There's a good chance both of them have pretty good defenses. Yeah. The problem with Pittsburgh offensively is that I don't think they have much to work with at all. I do think Michigan and Patterson they have some more options to work with, as long as Jeff Fisher doesn't get in their way. Yeah, you know, yeah, they have more uh, potential on offense. So I agree. Worst team in the league is Pittsburgh. Uh, right now, I guess I have Michigan second worst, but it'll be interesting because I, I I do see some potential in that team. I do too. And when you look, I think they had like 42 runs uh, in that game against the Gamblers. I think that was the most in the league. However, the Generals ran the ball 24 straight times, and they're playing this Friday night. On the USA Network, um, I mean this one. Uh, let's just hop into it. Uh, Generals minus one, over under at forty one. Panthers plus one hundred five on the money line. Generals minus one twenty five. Now this one's interesting to me because I I I don't understand why he benched Luis Perez. I mean, I, De- not to throw stones at DeAndre Johnson, he played well. Yeah. But I just don't get it when you had a quarterback that was kind of moving the ball and scoring. Sure, I mean, first half, Luis Perez uh, what threw for about one forty-three, two touchdowns. I mean, and then the second half, they they completely switched their philosophy and they almost they ran it almost exclusively. So like, yeah, you know, who are they? You know, who are they? Who do they want to be? What kind of offense do they want to run? And then I think it's it's fair to say, you know, what kind of defense do, do they have? Um, to, to, to give up that many points, especially in the second half to, to uh, Birmingham, the defense may be a big question mark. Yeah. Yeah. I mean uh, that, that is a hundred percent true. So I think that's what makes this one pretty compelling. I'm very curious. I look, and I feel like the chalk plays last week, I feel like everyone was going generals. They mm-hmm. lost. I feel like everyone was going Philadelphia stars. They lost. Um. I think the the gamblers Panthers seem to be split, and then uh, the bandits actually the ch- chalk held up. I, I I lean generals here. I think the generals are a better football team. I think they're better coached. I think they have two capable quarterbacks of beating you. Where the Panthers, I mean, when they put in Paxton Lynch, he looked terrible. Yeah. So um, I think that the generals are just a better football team. Yeah, my concern though, I mean, one of the reasons why Michigan lost is that they committed three turnovers. A uh, couple fumbles lost, the interception thrown by Paxton Lynch. They cleaned that up a little bit, and I do think they have a, a solid ground game and a pretty strong defense. But overall, I agree. I'm going to take the Generals laying one. I think it's maybe it's up to one and a half now. Um, I do think they just have a couple more playmakers offensively and uh, and probably better quarterback play. And potentially a better coach. So I agree. I, I'm, uh, I'm I'm with you. I'm going to lay the one or one and a half with the generals. So we're going chalk there. What about the over under there? Let's see here. What did I do there? Um, I went under. Yeah, you know because I do think that Michigan defense is pretty strong, 
And if they can kind of dictate pace and uh, you know, limit New Jersey, I think uh, it's going to be a, yeah, I, I expect maybe what, like 21, 17, something like that. Yeah. And by the way, it was 46 rushes by the Michigan Panthers, 46 rushes in game one. Um, well, yeah, I mean, Scarlett and Stevie Scott combined for 138 yards. So, so I'm saying the strong run defense and that's why I'm a little worried about this, this, this general's defense, if they can, uh, you know, limit those two backs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would like to see the, the, the Panthers be able to throw the ball better, but I, I mean, I think it's a tough game that's a handicap. Really. I think it's one of the harder ones of the weekend, if not the hardest. We certainly don't have all the answers after one game, you know. <laughs> I don't know if we have half the answers. So uh, I think after seeing a team twice, I think week three will be in a better position to to feel pretty confident with our lines. Uh, but yeah, this this will game one either way. I went back and forth. Hell, I still might change it before Friday night. But as of now, I'm riding with you. Uh, Lance Lenore Jr. had nine targets from Shea Patterson and Paxton Lynch. Nine. That's right. Uh, Devin Ross, former Colorado Buffalo, three catches, 44 yards, five targets. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to watch that game. I, I, I lean generals. I lean under as well. in that one, just because I think the clock is going to, they're going to be bleeding that clock with the amount of that. Both these teams have ran the ball yeah. in week one. And I mean, that's Jeff Fisher's MO. So that's my play. I thought there. he was going to open it up. Huh? I th- he said he was, <laughs> I, I, I call it bullshit on that. <laughs> Uh, we got Saturday. This one, I think, nine a.m. on the west, noon on the east. The Pittsburgh. Wait, I got, I got this. The Maulers are here. Battle of Pennsylvania going on in Birmingham, Alabama. Nick Maulers are catching seven. This opened up at six. It's now at seven. Over unders at thirty five. That's a low, low total. Uh, Maulers plus two forty. Some juice, some juice there. Stars minus three hundred five. This is what I, I'm worried about here. Is this seems so obvious. I'm still taking the stars, but you know what? It seems so obvious to take the over that I'm actually going to take the under. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually on Pittsburgh and the under. You know, I agree. I think everybody that that watched saw how inept that Pittsburgh offense looked, they saw the drama with the running back who was let go because of the chicken salad incident, you know, but for some reason, I think this game could be closer than people expect. And I'm getting a lot of points for a USFL game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a lot of points considering that we really don't know who these teams are quite yet. And I do like the Mahler defense. I think um, Tampa Bay had probably has a better offense than Philadelphia. And they limited Tampa to 17 points. Shut so, them out in the second half, right? There you go. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, and, and they started to move the ball some too. Once they opened it up and decided, hey, maybe we should throw it every once in a while. <laughs> I will right, say so. this: I, I I placed my bet at six and a half, but I mean it's at seven now. I still, if it goes any bit over seven, take the Maulers. Yeah, I'm taking the points. Uh, you know, on tally site, I just took it at six and a half. Uh, if I see it go up to seven, sure, even better, but. I'm on Pittsburgh for a close game. I'm not going to money line. I think Philly could win, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy to lay that many points on the stars right now. <laughs> uh, I'm doing it just because I don't know the Maulers. Can, I mean, stars still put up some points. If anything, mm-hmm. they just miss field goals against the uh, against the Breakers. 
that that offense can score. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know if Pittsburgh can keep up with that. Yeah, true. I mean, and and obviously, if if you're going Pittsburgh, you're probably on the under because I don't think this is going to be a shootout. You know, where the Maulers can keep pace. So uh, yeah, it is a crazy low under of 36. But give me the Maulers. Give me the under. Dude, I'm seeing it at 35 right now. Oh wow, he's (laughs) dropping. Yeah. Give me a give me a 21. 10 final 21, 10, 21, 10 under cashes. You got to zig when they zag. Now I'm going to say it's going to be like 20 to 16 or something. It's going to be an oddball score. Okay. I can see that. Maybe a three point conversion somewhere in there. Um, all right. Then we got, uh, well, actually let me let it, let, let me get us paid. Uh, Cause I want to tell you that the USFL gambling podcast is brought to you by win bet uh, bet $10 at win bet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with win bet. Download the win bet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors light, get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via drizzly or Instacart by going to coorslightcom slash SGP. That's coorslightcom slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 40 grand with one entry. So head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by. Athletic Greens, yes, and their AG1 supplement. Probably wondering, hey, what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. A special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, your aging, and all those things. Uh, and get this. I mean, to make it easy, athletic greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreenscom slash SGP. Again, that's athleticgreenscom slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And I also want to tell you, we're brought to you by IP vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. With added security, you might as well give away all of your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP and other prying eyes. Uh, that's why I use IP vanish VPN to make it easy to stay true. Uh, I'm sorry. Stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP vanish helps you browse the internet by encrypting a hundred percent of your data. That means your private details, your emails, your passwords, your communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use the promotional code SGP and claim 70% off your savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. And last but not least, you're brought to you by us. NC Nick was just talking about his picks for the USFL. Well, all of our picks are free on the SGPN app, which is free to download in the App Store, Google Play Store. So grab that thing today and let it ride. All right, we are talking United States football. I mean, want to have some more music? 
Saturday night. This is a we got a barn burner. Saturday night we got a barn burner. The Birmingham Stallions are taking they're at home taking on the Houston Gamblers. Birmingham is uh laying three and a half points. Woo. <laughs> my my power rankings have them. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, they they have. I have them fourth. I have the gamblers third. Over under yeah. at forty one. Gamblers are plus one thirty. Stallions are minus one fifty. But we do know this, and maybe this is why the line is like that. Is the home crowd loved the loved the stallions last time? That's true. It'll be curious to see. I mean, you know, last week was so funky. Yeah, the first game Saturday night, we, we saw a, a nice crowd, which is awesome to see. Then Sunday, the rain on Easter, you know, that didn't really lend itself to people showing up. And then the other game got pushed back to Monday night, you know, so it's short, short notice. People couldn't make plans, et cetera. So I want to see attendance and not just this game, but all the games. Hopefully we see an uptick this week. You know, not that they necessarily need big attendance numbers, but still, if football is nice to see fans involved, getting loud getting rowdy, providing that, you know, home field environment, I guess. So I do want to see that. I'll be curious as to see the numbers coming through the gates this coming weekend, but this one should be a good, a good one. Yeah. I hope the thoughts? No, I mean, I hope the numbers are up. I mean, people got to real. I mean, I saw there was only 2,100 people at an Oakland A's game the other day. I know I tweeted out a photo of the nationals Yeah, nationals. What uh, diamondbacks game in DC, a day game. No one was at that fucking thing. But I mean, uh, the A's had 2,100 for, I mean, that's after the game has ended, like that they've said is, is in attendance, 2,100. Right. That's pretty now, fucking to terrible. To be fair, that Nats game was a rain out or it was pushed back from the day before. So kind of no, similar. But, yeah. The same as USFL similar. Yeah. Similar where, you know, first off day game on a Monday, I think it was, you know, I see two, I, it was I, a weekday. Yeah. I see so many tweets though. The people that are saying like, I would love to support this league if they were playing in their hometowns. Why would you do this? Oh, have we all goodness. lost our fucking minds on this? this again? Yeah. Like <laughs> COVID was happening. All right. Yeah. They when had to plan it. They didn't know it would be opened up by now and so, different States. Are you kidding me? I mean, I yeah. feel like California, I still go into a coffee shop. You know, I'm here in LA. I, I, I'm right here in Eagle rock. And I feel like I, I go down into the coffee shop and half the fucking place is still wearing masks. You know what I mean? Like, um, right. so, so this I mean, was the, definitely the right move for year one, not to mention it's much lower operating cost to yeah. have it all in one city. So hopefully next year, you know, they branch out and obviously you have true road games and true home, uh, true home games, but for this year, it makes sense. So deal with it. All right. Yeah, exactly. Um, look, uh, the, the three and a half points over unders at 41 all every game, except the Mauler stars, the over unders at 41. I thought that was funny. Um, uh, plus one thirty on the money line for the gamblers uh, stallions minus one fifty. Uh, do I need to say this money line? Kevin Sumlin. I mean, this is a battle of college coaches, and I know you 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 got to that point the other day when we were talking when you said, "Hey, the college coaches, the most recent o. college coaches, three and zero. I know Mike Riley coached well, college, but it was well, a while the, ago. The the uh, college coaches who have never coached anything but college. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bart Andrews has coached everything. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He could, but, for, yeah, the the point was that the three college coaches that had never coached anything but college 
they went three and zero, and they so, were most recently coaching college in the past two years. Yes. So. Yes. Uh, yeah, they went three and zero. That's something to, to consider. But both these guys are someone's got to win here. Someone's got to lose. That's I'm, right. I'm on the gamblers on the money line, man. I'm. I think they're gonna beat them. I think they're I'm definitely I, taking three and a half. You know, look at the gamblers. Yeah, they were shut out in the second half. Still hung on to get the win. Obviously, Clayton Thorson is probably not the answer, but I I, I do love the combo uh, at wide receiver with JoJo Ward and Isaiah Zuber. You know, um, so maybe your boy Kenji Bahar sees some more time this week. I think that's probably warranted. So um, I like I like what Houston can do here, and with Birmingham, you know, I take it Jamar Smith is going to play regardless of Magoo's health. Yeah, I think um, I think I think his health though he didn't practice, so I, yeah. I think uh, he's going to be the starter. And uh, you you have to love his his connection with uh, Osiris Mitchell, the uh, wideout from Mississippi State, who has such a size advantage over some of these smaller DBs, uh, which is why I also like the over in this game because I think I think we're going to have some points. I think the Houston offense is going to figure a few more things out. Mark Thompson was running tough against the Panthers. I yeah, thought I yeah, thought I was impressed. I, I would have gave him. I know he was dinged up a little bit before that Panther game. Yeah, but thirteen for seventy-one, and he had some runs that really like made the defense like it it, it hurt. It looked like it hurt the defense, you know, like just just physical yeah. boom hitting you. Um, now, now you know typical NFL gambling is you you lay the hook. You know you 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 lay the three and a half, you take the two and a half. Does that were you some? You, are you a little nervous with the uh, three and a half? No, like I said, I'm, I'm I'm taking the three and a half, and I'm also taking it on the money yeah. line. But are, are they trying to get people to bet on the gamblers? Maybe because the only thing I can say is that home crowd. Maybe that could be an, an X factor. That we got to consider that every time we handicap the stallions, I feel like. Yeah, I'm with you though. I'm taking the points, man. You know, um, it, almost like my philosophy for FCS in the spring last year. Take the points when when you're in doubt, and I hear I think it's two relatively equal teams here. So give me the points all day. And I, I'm on the under in this one too. I don't agree with you there. I'm I'm on the over. I, like I said, I think there's going to be some points here. I think both offenses are, are offenses are going to figure some things out, and um, I think you you might have like a a 24 21 game or so. All right, 24 21. I think it's I think it's going to be a little close. That gambler's defense going to. I think Jamar Smith's going to have some turnovers. A little sophomore slump. I like Jamar Smith though. Great job. Well, that's a question mark too. I mean, like we weren't big Jamar Smith fans in college. He was a serviceable kind of game manager. So I was impressed with him last week. Can he do that on a consistent basis? Is he one of those like backups that like, you know, if he just gets thrown in and doesn't have to think about it, he can perform. But you know, can you know, if if he is, you know, name the starter, that's a little bit of a different thing. So I, I'll be interesting to see how uh, Jamar Smith plays. Offensive player of the week in the USFL last last wow. week. So all right. Uh, all right. Well, next up, the final game Sunday. Uh, this is at noon my time, and on the west, three p.m. on the east. The uh, the game of the week, I think. The mm-hmm. Breakers and the Breaker, Bandits. Uh, my squad against Nick's squad. We come from down in Gator Country. We are the pride of Tampa Bay. We play football and we're called the Bandits. Oh, 
just so good. Just a great song. Just a great song. Now this one, I was surprised to see bandits are two and a half point favorites over unders back at 41 breakers plus one twenty five on the money line bandits one uh, minus one forty five on the money line. Um, this is uh, probably a battle. What I think is the best two quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if Tamu didn't have a great week one. Yeah. I mean, the first quarter he looked really good, but then after that, but still the breakers defense looked, whoo, they were, and they played a decent offense with the stars. Right. Right. And so uh, Larry Fedora really, really uh, look, I was, I was hearing he bought a ranch in Waco. He was most recently <laughs> the offensive coordinator of Baylor. He just bought a ranch was, they showed some shots of him. The dude looked like he was ripped. This guy's doing, he's, he's roiding up. He's gotta be, but uh I'm a, I think uh, this is a battle between, I mean, obviously you get a pepper Johnson going up against Slaughter Sundays, pepper Johnson, bill Belichick school of coaching. His defense looked pretty good against the Maulers, but then again, was that the Maulers being just shit on offense? Potentially. Yeah. I think Slaughter Sundays are going to make a statement here. They're a real thing. Give me the breakers on the money line plus plus one twenty-five, And I'm even going to say this. Can I talk my listeners into a little parlay of the breakers plus one twenty five and the gamblers at plus one thirty. Mm, interesting, very interesting. Well, you know, I, I'm with you here again. I hate to say it, you know, I am a Tampa Bay fan, but I, I don't know who they are just yet. I, I I think Pittsburgh is obviously the worst team in the league, so I don't know how valuable that victory was. I want to see them play a tougher team. I want to see what the defense can do because I mean, yeah. The, did they look good? Sure. But who are they playing? That's the biggest question mark. So right now, I mean, the offense stalled out too many times. Uh, they should have put up more points in 17. Like I mentioned before. So right now I have question marks about my bandit. So I'm with you. Actually, I'm going to take the points and go breakers. Boom. And I lean over here. Are you on the, I under went here? over as well. Okay. Once again, I think both teams can be in the twenties. Offenses are going to get better. You know, once they get you know more in rhythm and in, in sync, you know, quarterbacks with the receivers, the, you know, the, the coaches understanding the personnel and and what what play calls are our best. I think we're going to see scores start getting a little bit better. And I think, like you mentioned, this might be the two best quarterbacks in the in the league. So I do expect both teams to be in the twenties, and uh, obviously that equals an over. All right. Well, now let me ask you this, Brency Nick. What is your lock of the week? Lock of the week. I was not prepared for this. <laughs> That's what I like about it. My lock of the week. So it's definitely not the New Orleans Tampa Bay game. I'm going process of elimination here. So not New Orleans Tampa Bay. Uh, it's definitely not the Pittsburgh plus six and a half because that's questionable. So I'm going to go Houston plus three and a half. That's <laughs> uh, come on. Are you serious? That's my lock too, buddy. <laughs> that is my lock too. So look here. Now you get the Dundee music. Now lock it up. Gamblers oh. plus three and a half and take some of that on the money line and do that parlay. Like I said, and uh, yeah, you'll be doing that gambling song. Uh, you can get that thing on YouTube. Um, yeah. Folks subscribe to the USFL gambling podcast. Um, also remember, check out our DFS show. I just finished first place and I gave away 95% of that lineup. 90, you guys didn't play it, I guess, 
or you played it and I beat you barely because I switched quarterbacks last second. Either way, we know what the hell we're talking about. So check out the uh, the DFS show on the uh, on the USFL Gambling Podcast. Also check out the College Football Experience. Uh, we, we talk college football year round over there. Me, Patty C, NC Nick. And uh, you know, we've been handicapping every single game over there for the past five years, never had a losing season. Subscribe, tell a friend and also subscribe to the college basketball experience, college baseball experience. We got to just the sports gambling podcast, their network. And, and you know, we are a part of that network, but they have so many, they have the golf gambling podcast. They have the NHL, the, the NHL and NBA playoffs are heating up. So we got you covered over here at SGPN. So do that. Get that SGPN app. You'll get access to all of our articles. Nick writes a ton of great articles over there. Uh, all of our content, all of our picks are available there. It's free. You got no, you got no excuse. All right. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K the college football experience. Well, just subscribe to that one. The USFL gambling podcast is on Twitter at USFL gambling and the sports gambling podcast networks on Twitter at the SGP network. Check out all those. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's enjoy some, uh, some Houston gamblers music on this way out here. This is the USFL gambling podcast week two preview and picks episode. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run and shoot you